Good morning, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Thursday, November the 5th. I hope uh, wherever you are, however you are, this finds you well. It finds you um, just wrapped in God's loving embrace and uh, in his nearness and presence. Um, okay. Let's continue to break open God's Word. We uh, finished out the 14th chapter of Luke yesterday, so we're going to enter into a very famous chapter, uh, one of the most famous in all of Scripture, Luke 15, uh, today. And we're going to be looking at Luke 15, 1 to 10, if you would like to follow along. Uh, The Gospel of Luke, chapter 15, verses 1 to 10. So let's break open God's Word together this morning. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to Jesus. But the Pharisees and scribes began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So Jesus addressed this parable to them. What man among you? having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, would not leave the ninety-nine in the desert and go after the lost one until he finds it. And when he does find it, he sets it on his shoulders with great joy, and upon his arrival home, he calls together his friends and neighbors and says to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost sheep. I tell you in just the same way. There will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous people who have no need of repentance. Or what woman, having ten coins and losing one, would not light a lamp and sweep the house, searching carefully until she finds it? And when she does find it, she calls together her friends and neighbors and says to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found the coin that I lost." In just the same way, I tell you, there will be rejoicing among the angels of God over one sinner who repents. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I mentioned, brothers and sisters, at the beginning that this chapter is uh, one of the most famous chapters in all of Scripture. It truly is. Luke is setting up a triptych. He's setting up three stories in a row that tell the same, that make the same point. Three parables, uh, three three stories that point us in the same direction of of being lost, of searching, of actively going out, of finding, and then rejoicing upon being found. The first one is the uh, one hundred sheep. And uh, losing one of them. The second is the, the parable of the ten coins and losing one. The third, had we kept reading uh, and gone, I believe, verses 11 through 32 is perhaps the most fair, famous parable in all of Scripture. The uh, parable, what, what we call the prodigal son, uh, really perhaps would be better called the prodigal father, the prodigious father, the father of, of uh, being prodigious is just being... Uh, unseemingly generous, uh, um, and and how the Father, of course, God is is that way with us. What are we What are we seeing here? Of course, it's it's this the same idea of of almost the reckless nature, the the uh, diligent pursuit of God 
after us. I mean, really, brothers and sisters, this is such incredible news. So Jesus is using a parable. The Pharisees are staying at a distance uh, and judging because who's coming to them? Tax collectors and sinners are coming to eat with him. And, uh, and so he's saying, okay, how can I get to them? And he tells them a story. And, uh, okay, what, what man among you, having 100 sheep and losing them, would not leave the 99 in the desert and go after the one uh, until you find it? So first of all, let me answer that question. And I'm, and I'm not sure if my answer is correct. But what man among you or what woman among you wouldn't do the same thing? I'm not sure how many of us would. I mean, because what I'm, I'm seeing is here's a, here's a shepherd who has 100 sheep who's called to guard those sheep, and one of them is lost. Would you leave 99 unguarded to go out and search for the one? I'm not sure how many people would do that. Now, maybe there were other shepherds there and others that guard them, and that's presumed, and the people would know that. And, and me being 2,000 years later have, have no idea what what that means. But, but in a sense, that seems reckless to me. But I love that idea, to be honest, the recklessness of God in that there, there is nothing that God will stop at to search for you and I. And when he finds us, of course, he doesn't just say, what on earth are you doing? I'm going to chastise you. Darn sheep, you, you, you're off on your own. What, what are you thinking? Brothers and sisters, that's, in our humanity, we may think that's what God's going to do. Because maybe that's how we act when, when faced with the same or similar situation, but not God. God places us on his shoulders and comes back. And when he comes back, he calls together the friends and neighbors and says to them, rejoice because I found my lost sheep. In just the same way, he says there will be more joy in heaven over the sinner who repents than over the 99 who have no need. Maybe the question is, are there really 99 who have no need? Are there people out there in, that are not in need of repentance? Who could hear this parable and think, I'm one of the 99? I think we all are like, oh, I'm the one. I'm the one. And, uh, and today offers us that day, brothers and sisters, as we say on that wonderful reading on Ash Wednesday, now is the, is, the, is the perfect time. Now is the day of salvation. Today is that day. Today is that day to allow ourselves to be found. You know, um, Father Carl, oh gosh, this had to be a year ago maybe. I, it was before the pandemic, so maybe eight, ten months ago here at St. Peter and Paul. He, uh, for whatever reason, we must have been praying Psalm 23 that day during our psalm at Mass. And he brought a different translation of it and read out of it. And I don't know which translation. It wasn't the message. Um, but uh, it was a different one. And you know how it says in the last verse of Psalm 23, he says, you know, uh, surely goodness and, and justice will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord for years to come. Um, what his rendition said is, surely goodness and mercy will f pursue me all the day of my life, all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord for years to come. That difference between something will follow me and pursue me. 
oh, that just spoke so much to me. And, and it speaks to me of this, of these parables today. Our God pursues us. I've used that image a hundred times, forgive me, that hound of heaven idea. But our God pursues us. And, and the same image with the second parable here. You know, that what woman, having ten coins and losing one, would not light every lamp in the house and sweep it all, moving furniture, doing everything, searching carefully until she finds it. I mean, again, imagine that, that image. That's what our God is doing, using every tool at his disposal, be it a lamp or a broom, and moving furniture. And I'm going to search diligently for you, for me, until we're found. Now, brothers and sisters, we may say, I'm found. I feel found right now. How about we invite the Holy Spirit into our lives today in a special way and say, Lord, 99% of me may be redeemed but there's 1% of me, or there's 10% of me, depending on which percentage we want to use, or 50% of me, Lord, that is not redeemed, that is lost. Pursue me today, inwardly. You know my heart. You know my thoughts. You know my, my, my desires. Pursue me. And our God will not chastise. He's looking and longing for the idea to, be, to invite us to pursue for him to pursue us and there, that he may find us and place us on his shoulders, those parts of our lives on his shoulders that say, look what I found. Look what I found. Rejoice with me. Rejoice with me. Brothers and sisters, you know, after every gospel, we say praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. And, and, and listen to it at Mass the next time you go. I mean, we say it out of road, praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. But I mean, this stuff should, should elicit, you know, just unbelievable how good our God is. You know, the, 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 had we gone on to, to read the parable of the prodigious father, that he runs, the father runs to the son. He pursues us. It reminded me, and I'll, I'll leave with this, you know, yesterday I read you Psalm 27. Today I want to read you Psalm 139. If you are not familiar with Psalm 139, take time today and read it. It is, for my money, one of the most beautiful psalms in, in all of Scripture. It is so gorgeous. I'm going to read you a little bit from the middle. Uh, if you've not read it in a while and you are familiar, uh, again, maybe take time to read it today. It's so good. But I just this idea of, of God pursuing us. Um, here is starting at uh, verse 7 from Psalm 139. Where can I go from your spirit? From your presence, where can I flee? If I send to the heavens, you are there. If I lie down in Sheol, there you are. If I take the wings of the dawn and dwell beyond the sea, even there your hand guides me. Your right hand holds me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and night shall be my light. But darkness is not dark for you. And night shines as the day. Darkness and light are but one. You formed my inmost being. You knit me in my mother's womb. And I praise you because I am wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My very self you know. My bones are not hidden from you. When I was made in secret, fashioned in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw me unformed, 
In your book, all are written down. My days were shaped before one came to be. (laughs) It's so good, isn't it? Brothers and sisters, that is our God. Rejoice in that today because he pursues us. He pursues those parts of us. We just have to allow him. He runs to us. And when he finds us, he invites celebration. Let's pray. Uh, We continue through the joyful mysteries. Invite you to again bring any special intentions, any people, any situations in your life. Let's honestly trust. Let's give them into the arms of our Blessed Mother and trust she lays them at the feet of her son and that he prays with us today, with and for us. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The fourth joyful mystery is the presentation in the temple. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. You know, one last story that just came to my mind in these last 10 seconds. I remember being in third grade at St. Bridget's School, and um, the girls chasing after the boys 
and uh, and Lord knows what would happen if they ever pursued us or found you know caught us. And I, I think the idea was that they were chasing after because they liked them. And I remember just kind of slowing down and allowing myself to be caught by one that I thought was kind of cute. My friends, may you and I allow ourselves to be pursued today by our God and to slow down and allow God to catch us. God bless.